0: This episode of United We Stand is sponsored by Bet Brazil. Visit BetOnBrazil.com for the very latest odds and offers. Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. I'm Andy Mitton and I'm joined by today's guest, Tony O'Neill. If you don't know Tony, um, he's well known among Manchester United supporters. He also wrote two books which sold a lot of copies, Red Army General and Men in Black, which focused on Manchester United's hooligans or more active members of the support, mainly in the 70s, 80s and 90s. Um, I'm with Tony, um, who's now, how old are you now Tony? 58 next week. 58 next week, right. We've done 181 United We Stand podcasts. The first one we did with Tony was more listened to than any other ones that, that we did. Rio Ferdinand was second, but the first Tony one was first, so welcome Tony, thanks for joining us again, you've got a hard act to follow. Yep, yep. I'm seeing you now, sat at home, telling me about birds in the garden, about finding peace, about picking leaves up off your floor in the garden, talking to me about your grandchildren. You've changed an awful lot as a person from 20 years ago, 10 years ago, or or have you? Because that's how I'm seeing it. I've che- I've, che- I've I've mellowed uh, to an extent
1: uh, in my own personal life and you know my surroundings and all that and uh, my commitment uh, to Manchester United as the way I used to support them
0: by by going to all the games you're not going to all the matches no you? I
1: don't uh, since I've, when uh, it, it's been gradually creeping up. Uh, uh, for quite a while now Uh, my passion is as passionate as ever Uh, but I I seem to be in conflict uh, with lots of things what go on at Manchester United and I I don't just mean the club I mean the uh, supporters as well, certain elements within the support uh, and it's, it's frustrated me, it's annoyed me uh, and it, it comes from discussions with lots of Manchester United suppose. Uh, I discuss all topics with people who've got their own views and whatever and I don't say go away or anything I'll listen and I'll chat and I'll talk and, and I'll listen to people's views but my uh, thing now is I'm absolutely where my head is battered uh, <laughs> with people who claim uh, to represent supporters, different types of supporters who claim people who go on and discuss Manchester United uh points with the club and act as though they're representing different parts of supporters and all that. But uh, why
0: does that mean you, you stop going? Is is the frustration wider than
1: Yeah, yeah yeah it's it's just how can I say it, 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 it it's something what's been there all, all my life. I, I, I fight for the downtrodden Manchester United supporter uh and I fight and I've always fought uh against uh the imposition of certain rules and the way things are structured against the United fan. Uh <clears throat> and what I've I've reached a point where now Manchester United fans uh, along with the club uh, and along with social media and that, uh, acts in a different way w- where I was brought up. So they're, so they're I, working I, with the club.
0: I, I, I can see that the culture is changing a lot, and I see a lot of stuff on social media now that I struggle to relate to.
1: Yeah, yeah. I and mean,
0: I'm a generation yeah, younger than right. you. And you said to me a season or two ago that you came out of a, a game, you came out of the, the biggest stand, the North Stand, the Sir Alex Ferguson stand, you looked around and you didn't know anyone, and that was strange for you. Yeah, what,
1: what, what it was, it, it wasn't that, oh, look at me, people should be waving to me, this, that and the other, you know, I'm Tony O'Neill, this, Tony O'Neill, Because that. people
0: did do that as well. I've seen pictures of you of Irish leprechauns, you yeah, know, people well, coming up Yeah,
1: yeah, well, you know, what, what can you do, you know what I mean? But the thing smile. is, you smile, and what you do, you treat the person with respect, and then you treat him with respect because he's a Man United fan. Right, doesn't matter if he's a raving lunatic or anything, you treat me exactly the same as you would any United fan who's come and made the effort to watch United because that man is hated by everyone like I'm hated by everyone who's not a United fan.
0: So you come out of the ground that day?
1: I came out of the ground that day, it was the evening game and I deliberately did it a few years ago and it was to get me way of thinking, am I wrong here, am I looking at things in the future and all that is all like I'm off my head. So what I did was uh, I stood outside, night game, not high-profile game. Anyway, I stood outside and, like, it's the biggest stand and there's, like, tens of thousands of people coming out and I stood there and they're all going past, they're all coming out and whatever. And I didn't recognise anyone. Now, I didn't let on to anyone, no-one let on to me, all right, Tony, or I'd be saying, all right, whatever, having a chat and whatever, and I didn't recognise anyone. And And I came back and I had a discussion with the missus and I said to her, I said, look, I said, this is over, you know that, don't you? She went, what do you mean? I said, the culture, the, the, the lifestyle, the, the, everything, it, it, it's over. She went, well, why do you mean by that? I said, because what it is, we're doing something, what we love, not for money, we're doing it for what we love in the travel game. Well, it's what I love and the wife has developed that passion as well.
0: So just to explain to readers... For the last, what, 15 years? You, yeah, you've I've been running... Uh, champion sports Champion driving. sports, doing... So running trips to all Manchester United... All the European greens, away abroad. Guys, and you've all. stopped doing that as well? I've right? stopped
1: doing it. i stopped doing it.
0: As of 2015?
1: Yeah, December. Okay. I made a decision. Uh, and, and, and when I looked at everyone and all that, and, and what, what, it, what it came to me was, hang on a minute, all these people here want to come to watch Manchester United at Old Trafford, the Theatre of Dreams. So from the point of view, what we was doing in our life, right? That that was going to go. That wasn't anything to do with me stopping going, right? But what it was, I seen, hang on a minute, this is what it's all about here with the new football. Everyone from around the world wants to come what I see is the biggest club in the world they want to come to Old Trafford uh, and I thought from what we do that'll eventually go but then things change so you adapt to what, what, what goes on and at the same time what was happening it'd been going on for a while and the club in conjunction with other authorities right, have made a concerted effort to stop The culture of what I was brought in of the Manchester United fan, of the United fan, what's dedicated his life, his life to watching United. Now, I've I know people, lots of people, who've dedicated their life where they've had two, three wives, okay, and the wife thinks, I'll change this fella, right? And it's not worked. Married three times, or people have been married twice. The same with women, there's no different. Women have been divorced because their passion for United. Now, at the end of the day, right, it's the culture, what, what was there, has gone. But what's taken that culture away is the so-called United fan who says he is there to represent a group or whatever of United fans. These people, right, they're the ones destroying the culture and the opportunities for this culture to still carry on because they're self-serving. They're only looking after their own interests and they're in it for a different reason. And I mean the biggest and the smallest of these people who claim to represent and the, the internet, the, mm. the Twitter and all this and what goes on, the internet warriors and all that.
0: But not, none of them go to matches.
1: No, that's right. But none of these people went to the matches no. when we went to the matches. Mm. These people couldn't walk down the street to all these people of my generation and above, right? And anyone would say hello to him because they don't know him. Because they don't mix, they don't sit in pubs, they don't sit in the street, they don't they don't have people every day getting in touch with him about the problems of the Ordinary United fan or the personal problems or what they don't understand. They started these people, a lot of them, not all of them, right? Some some of them have got the good intention. But unfortunately, they were the wrong people. But
0: how does that affect you running a trip to to Istanbul? Because United would rather have the new type of supporter than the older type of supporter. Because I've seen it to people people who you took on trips.
1: That's right. That's right. Okay. And and, and on that point there, they would rather have the new supporter. But they've always wanted the new supporter at Old Trafford. But what it is, it's extended now. So right. They want them. Um, they want um, them um, at the away games in this country. They want them. At, they want them abroad. They don't want the asshole. And and the systems they brought in is dedicated to eradicating that. And so, nobody, mm, nobody mm. has said a word. Mm. These people have not said a word. Because so, it doesn't serve their so interest. So ticket
0: distribution is an issue then. For, it, for it's example. an issue. Or extortionately priced flights to Rotterdam. No, but they. But it is. you've they, no. Seen how much the club are no. charging? No, no.
1: Because what, what it is, you have a culture of United fan, right? Where the price doesn't matter. The new, the new fan. No, not just the new fan. There's people who
0: Are a, a more upper middle class fan than the no. than the working class, lads you would have taken. There the may the,
1: the, there's a certain element to that, right? but the sometimes the price doesn't come in because what it is they've created a culture through the websites, the Twitter and all this. Right. And they think it's uber cool to go uh, with these people who are promoting this and promoting that. So the cost doesn't come into it. I've seen that and it's there now. Mm. Uh, and when people are out there, uh, promoting this uber cool, look at us there and whatever, Right, when they're promoting friendship with scousers. Mm. You can never be a friend with a scouser, mm. right? But the thing is, the I'll give you an example, right? And it's a powerful example. Every Manchester United fan I know hates scousers with a passion, mm. and that's how it should be, because mm. they hate you with a passion. Mm. But there's an element of this football Uber coolness mm. through this internet and all that that they have this relationship. Mm. Manchester United was at all. Mm. Suddenly, these, these people are going, oh, it's terrible. And Everton fans died at a stadium today. He was just attending a football match. Well, listen, I couldn't care less if an Everton fan died as a football supporter. I do care that a human being has died. Okay? And his family. And that's... That's fair enough, right? But for United fans, who were using, right, connections in Everton, who were firming them Mm. same people were slashing United fans, Mm. attacking them and trying to kill them and maim them. They've got connections with people from Everton. Mm. How can you have that? How can you, as a United fan, go to Everton, right? Act up in a boozer when you're just there being used as a mug a proper mug, a cash cow, from people who claim to be United fans, who are mixing with United fans, who to this day hate you. They hate you. They want to do you in, but for that day, they'll use you and take your money because you're vermin and you're a mug. Now, I can't see how people can't see that, but the people what are doing this, this culture, that's an example. Right? And if you want to do that, you do that. But you go and give your money to a scouser, what calls you vermin. And the ironic thing about it is, these scousers, right, are mixing with people, right, for one thing, one thing only. And it's the connection. It's the connection through football. But what it is, it's a street level. Whereas Manchester United and all this corporate is a different level, you've got it now down at street level where people right, are mixing with each other to take the piss out of the ordinary United fan who wants to be connected to this little group or whatever. You carry on, because you're one bunch of mugs and you're being had over.
0: So you've, you've finished doing your, your tours now. Yeah, finished that. And a sense of frustration towards the last couple of years, you, you go away to places you seem frustrated with the type of united fans who've to places you'd find no a back no st- back pub with some of your mates
1: no no that there's there, i don't feel frustrated in the way you say it right what it is there's a bit of grumpiness about me i'm getting older and whatever and you know my patience can be tested to certain things and whatever and, and, and i like to have a bit of peace and quiet and get together with whatever but i can't i can't mix with people who come out with this uh, attack, the club. You know, I, I'll give you an example. You've got all them people out there, right? And I really wanted to smash the faces in many years ago. And so did a lot of other people. And it has turned into little spats where there has been bits of, bits of trouble abroad and away and all that. But This is how ironic this and if people don't understand this, right, then you, you, you're not on it at all, you're just not on it. How can people, an organization, people who go abroad who, who think they're clued up, right, right, get on a plane, right, with a green and yellow scarf? It's not as, it's not as prevalent now, but it was in its heyday, right, and but with a travel company who's paying Manchester United, right? When the same people who, are promote, who have been promoting this green and gold and this anti-Manchester United establishment club, right, are telling you to go and, like, attack a Vodafone shop, attack this, attack that, right? Attack anything, corporate hospitality, Man United. And the same people are getting on a plane run by a company what's paying money to rip you off, and you're getting on. You're getting on with a green and yellow gold scarf on a day trip to Madrid. Well, you've got on there and you think you're protesting. You look an absolute twat because you do. In the eyes of a lot of people, you might have thought, oh, I'll do this, I'll do that. But look at the irony about
0: it don't think a lot of the people buying them scarves in the end even knew what it was for that's
1: right and the only people what do th- them scarves ain't being sold like they used to no. and the only people what will buy them is the person what comes here mm. and he's coming for one day mm. right but the amount of people what bought them right and used a company it's the only company mm. what never got vilified mm. by all these fans groups and this is when i go back to self-serving mm. The only per and the nearest company to Old Trafford mm. was the travel company mm. where you could all march down there every match day mm. and kick right off, smash the windows, do what you want, mm. have a proper set to mm. and give it them because mm. they're on your doorstep. Mm. Now, why is that? Mm. Why didn't they? Why didn't these people who promoted all this mm. anti glazer shite mm. and all that attack mm. the travel company? What's on the doorstep for one reason, one reason only. Mm because it was self-interest. They never promoted attacking the travel company in all this big publicity, but what they did do, they promoted, do you remember Jimmy Nesbitt, the actor? Yeah, yeah. What did they do with him? They bullied him, Mm. they threatened him because he did an advert. He did an advert. He's an actor, for Christ's sake, doing what he does. Mm. And he got paid. He felt under pressure and threatened Right, that he might get abused going to watch Manchester United for doing what he does. He then donated his twelve thousand pound fee because of the pressure and the bullying. That's what these people were, but they didn't have the arse, right, because of the self interest, to walk down the road and smash the travel company's office up.
0: If you had to do one more trip,
1: where would it be to? Cluj. Why? Unbelievable. It's it was two thousand and eleven throwback it was beautiful absolutely the best time fantastic place fantastic people and the people what went it was fantastic
0: September game nice and sunny well cheap uh, very cheap as well
1: well every uh, everyone what went didn't actually know Mm. what was what was there I didn't they certainly didn't know the weather was there no that's always a bonus right it's always a bonus but what it was, the people what was on the plane, right? I think we did a one night stay there. I'm not sure one night or a two night. I can't remember. But all the people what was on the plane was old school. They didn't go on your day trip. No one had been to Cluj, right? Those who went on the day trip, some couldn't do more than a day, right? But some just love going for a day. I don't see the point in that, but hey, it's everyone's personal choice, right? But this was old school, but it was an old school plane. Dead respectful, everything. It was all there, right? Everyone knew everyone virtually, do you know what I mean? It was great atmosphere. Gets there, wow, what's this? It was just old school. Mm. And it was, I mean, you know, if, if anyone, like I've said it before. But
0: I, I saw you in Cluj Airport on the way home. Yeah, and you were still stressed because you you're herding together all. Oh like yeah, 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 yeah. That's
1: just a twenty four hour thing, isn't when it? When
0: you're running them trips, so yeah, did you have people miss your flight? home on any of the trips that you did, were no. there any people? No, very I,
1: throughout all the time. I I don't think so.
0: Hmm.
1: Don't think so. If ever there must have been like one or something right. like that. So people
0: you know. always got back to it. It's,
1: yeah, because they were they, they were looked after. They would like. Uh, It's what we did, you know. I I
0: can I can remember to Istanbul, two thousand and twelve, coming and having a beer with you all, and that's potentially a very dangerous place. And yet, you're down to a few hundred United fans who know that if you take the piss in Istanbul, it's going to come on top. So they didn't. They had a drink. They were they were respectful. Yeah. And I find that there's far more likelihood of trouble if United are playing somewhere which is very easy to get to, just over the channel. Belgium, where, any, Holland, where anyone can go. France. Yeah, the worst yeah. I saw was Lens, Lons, two thousand and two. Right. Yeah. I, I, I was just appalled. Well, by behaviour of some fellow United fans. Ah, but There's a
1: couple of ways of looking at that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Because it's it's what's name it's what happens. Yeah. Right. The thing is, as someone who's been going for a long time. As a United fan, you shouldn't be appalled at it, really. I okay.
0: If I go in a bread shop and there's someone coming in, bladdered, abusing a woman who's only selling bread, I don't think she deserves. That.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. No. She certainly doesn't deserve that. But what I'm saying is, right? Why should you be appalled because you've seen that since day one of following United? Yeah. But it's, right? it's
0: worse on some of them where anyone can get to it. No. That. No. Well,
1: no different than it was forty years yeah. ago. Listen. They, they they went to Belgium 40 years ago, right? Pre-season. Pre-season. To Ostend. Right? They all come running off the ferry in the butcher's coats and just smashed a full street up. <laughs> and then they smashed anything they went up. Did you go right? there? No, I didn't go to it. Right? Yeah. But the thing is, people all knew what went to it. Yeah. Right? But they all went, because it was there. Mm. It was easy to get to. Right? So... Those who don't have the chance to go around rampaging and be a twat, yeah. right? It's here we go. I can go and be a twat now, right? The match is insignificant after time. So nothing has changed from that point of view, right? So someone shouldn't be, as a United fan, you shouldn't yeah. be appalled. If you, if, if you know your culture, you shouldn't be appalled, right? What you should do, if you don't want to be part of it, you don't want to see it, and you know your culture and you're a regular goer, you know exactly what you want to do. Mm. Just like what I do. I know what's coming before it happens. So I'll go off and I'll go and find the booze in the side street yeah. and, and people, what are with me, what are on the trips and that, they'll want to know where I'm going or we'll come and find or that, we'll go and find each other. So you know what to do, so you shouldn't be appalled, right? I'm appalled if you're yeah. appalled because you shouldn't have the brains to be there because you already know it's going to yeah. happen you know be, look the long standing United fan and the club and the police and everyone else the authorities and all that they all know it ok but there's one thing missing the police actually and the club encourage you to congregate in a square where it's going to so there's
0: the irony going to happen so yeah. who ends up with the shit yeah, yeah. and the abuse yeah. the United fan United are playing at final this week yeah, um, we might be very looking at the weather of Cluj but it, it's a pretty he- heated place you, you're not going this time you went last time in, yeah. in a different stage of your life I, let's remember our days that day I got into yeah. To Rotterdam Yeah, I went into a bar I started talking to some Feyenoord fans had a nice afternoon talking to them about their fan culture yeah, and, yeah, and, and, yeah, and yeah, the yeah, daft yeah. sort of stuff yeah. and years later yeah. when I went to write about their Ajax Feyenoord derby I got taken to meet their main hoolies. Yeah. And they were were heavy lads. Yeah, yeah. And they were... No, they are. They're a culture. It's it's a different culture. And and I could just bowl in there and say, hello, I'm an English journalist. No, no, that's right. You needed someone to... That's right. And they they were dockers, and they met me off the shift, and they said, you were with Ix yesterday. I said that I was, yeah. That's right. What did they say about us? Well, they said that you've... uh, After a while, they said you've got the best atmosphere in Holland. What, they said that about us? And they couldn't believe... It was the first time they'd had a compliment... And I said, well, well, to be fair, we, you know, we have to admit that they're the best team in Holland." Well, of course they did all yeah, yeah, three European yeah, 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 Cups, yeah, yeah. but that bar I'd left in, in in Rotterdam in '97. The following day in the paper, I've seen it all smash up because yeah, yeah. United have come come down. It was a rum day, that wasn't it?
1: It was well, it was a uh, that day, which in my life and in my in my thoughts and a lot of other people's thoughts was absolutely. Perfect, and it was right. What happened that day, what United fans set out, and what happened was absolutely perfect. Okay, Uh, from a fan fan culture. Okay, Uh, people might disagree with that, right? But I'm proven right. Okay, for the fact there is no diversion of a plane. They can't fly in. Mm -hmm. The official plane can't fly into Rotterdam. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. This is your home office. This is your government. This is the police. This is the club. They're flying in to Amsterdam. Okay? There's a reason why they're doing that. Because they don't want you in that city because it's that dangerous. Right? But the thing is, when we went in 97, we knew how dangerous it was. So we, as a fan culture, and the United fans, whether they like it or not, Knew exactly what was in that city. It was a violent organisation and it it set up for violence.
0: So United came off the train from Amsterdam and they were all waiting.
1: Well, no. What what it was, right? What's happening? What's going on? Well, it's as simple, right? The shout, four o'clock, we're going on the train. Amsterdam. Amsterdam. You only have to say it Mm. Gets round, because everyone wants to know what we're doing. Yeah. Stop mitering, we're leaving at four. Mm. That's it. You either come at four or you don't. Mm. End of. Mm. If you go to game, you're going at four. Mm. If you're not going to game or you want to come and try and get in, fine. But the rest, you stay in Amsterdam. We're going at four. Mm. The whole of Amsterdam, the length of Amsterdam, is coming out of the train station, all the boozers, all down the road, four o'clock, No one had to say anything. Everyone stood up. And all marched to the train station in their own... Well, some were drunk, some were... Whatever. When we got the train. And when we got there, right, we all got off the train. And it was only... Whether you wanted it or not, right, you was with that group and that was the only way you was going to be protected. Yeah. Okay? Safety in numbers. Safety in numbers, which is what I always encourage. Right? Any United fan... ...safety in numbers... ...doesn't matter because you're with that group and that... ...but at the end of the day you deserve to be protected... ...and you was going to a violent city... ...and there was no one going to protect you... ...because the authorities... ...not got a clue... ...and that day summed up... ...what I said... ...you've got to look after yourself here... ...when we all come off the train station... ...horses, vans, police... ...they were all there... ...I just said... ...left... ...and we just walked left... ...and do you know what they did... ...as an authority... They're under instructions, stay there. That's our job today at the train station. Keep them there. And keep them to the right. But we went left. So the police stayed exactly where they were because they were supposed to go the other way, right? And one of the, in the old days, it was a fantastic group of lads. But everyone knew the seriousness of what they were doing. And where they were going. So we marched off. And we knew exactly where they were. Because there's no point here messing about. In that city. So you might as well take it to them. Direct to them. Okay. Whatever happens, happens. Okay. What about winning or losing? It was saying, hey, we're no pushover. Anyway, off we went. Went straight where they were. Which they never knew. They never thought that would happen. And we went there. And we smashed them all over. Right? I wish it was there again, but that's them days, you know what I mean? Right? But the police know that can never happen again. We smashed them. As a, as, as a group of people, we took it to them and shown them, you think you're walking around this city beating up Manchester United fans, you bullying bastards, because that's what they are.
0: And And then in the ground... Well, in the ground, in the ground... Which was me- mental. Which was mental. And then half time I went to use the uh, urinals yeah. and buy a nice couple of oxo. Yeah. Well, there was no such thing. It wasn't <laughs> going to happen. And, and then suddenly there's a
1: gate between the two fans. Which I opened.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> see the old fans trying to get in at the United fans. It was not for the faint-hearted.
1: No, well, the, the thing is, you, you couldn't be faint-hearted. You, you couldn't. Because at the end of the day, if you backed off and whatever... Not only was you going to get done in, every decent law-abiding citizen who was a United fan in that ground would have got mullered, would have got smashed. So you're doing a job for two here.
0: you. have watched United for decades. Yeah, decades. Pick out a game or a trip as a highlight and another one as a low point.
1: As a low point?
0: What, home or away? Or yeah, just a...
1: Highlight. As a young lad... A highlight of a game was actually watching United get thrashed at Old Trafford, uh, where Brian Clough brought his team. Why? Because you, you watched a great game of football. The
0: Great Forest team. The, the Great Forest, yeah. yeah,
1: and and him running down the line in, in yeah. his green shirt always really? stands out in yeah. my mind. Uh,
0: too young to remember it. We were just a yeah. Well, yeah. No, it European was Cup no, twice.
1: yeah, it, it it was fantastic because. What, you went to obviously watch Manchester United mm. right but what, what, what you did see right you did see a great team and you appreciated that team and it's only like the modern era now is when like Real Madrid came here when Beckham came on yeah okay and Ronaldo scored his hat trick I'm sure he scored that hat trick yeah right he scored his hat trick applauded off well I haven't people stood up the ground stood up and what they did applaud they applauded a great team and a great spectacle, right? Which was equivalent to watching Brian Clough come to Old Trafford. They were well beating us, Real Madrid. Okay, they eased off a bit, you know what I mean, with a few substitutions, whatever, right? But we was fairly beaten. We was beaten by a class side. And that's, inside that ground, everyone was a football fan. Just the same as back in the days of Brian Clough, Right? Yeah, they were mad days and all that, but everyone was a football fan. And what they did, they all stood and applauded, right, and went great. They didn't go home depressed or whatever because they were football fans, just like like they were that day.
0: A great team, and the sporting nature was A sporting sporting spectacle. What about as a low point? Because there must have been games where there hasn't been a sporting spectacle where you you have gone home depressed and disappointed.
1: Uh, FA Cup final. Which one? This one.
0: Even though United won?
1: What's well, the biggest disgrace you, you, you've ever seen since the day Manchester United was born. Why? Because of the fans. It was terrible. Well, I didn't go in the game. I, I don't like the going in the, in Wembley. Was, the
0: atmosphere was awful. Well,
1: it's not the atmosphere. The atmosphere in Wembley is, is, is garbage anyway. Mm. And no matter what you try and do, no matter what anyone, fan culture or whatever, tries to pretend, that, that biggest embarrassment, oh, let's get a singing section in Wembley. Yeah, you're taking the fucking
0: piss. So what, why, why was it a, a low point then?
1: The lowest point? Well, when have you ever, ever in your life, right, you growing up as a football fan, you know exactly what would have happened to you, right, if you'd have been in that ground as a young lad, and you started booing your manager, and yeah, you yeah, just yeah, won the FA no, Cup, no. you would have got smashed all over. You wouldn't have survived. These people inside that ground, right, started booing the manager. Now, I'm the biggest critic, as far as I'm concerned, in the circle I meet, about Van Gaal. I, couldn't, I could go on for hours about him, and slag him down, about the way he spoke about us, not understanding his tactics, this, that, and the other, But let me tell you something, to stand in Wembley, right, is the biggest disgrace I've ever seen of any football fans, any. He's just won the FA Cup, the FA Cup that day. Forget what he's done beforehand, okay? Forget that. He won the FA it's your manager, your club, and you disrespected that club by booing, and you're encouraged to do it, you're encouraged to do it, well I tell you what, right, if I'd have been in that ground and you'd have been stood next to me booing, I would have smashed you all down that terracing, right, well, if I could have smashed you, you might have ended up smashing me, that's not the point, but I tell you what, I have never ever in the history of any fan ever did, seen any disrespect shown like that, and I swear to God, it's the biggest, not just in Manchester United's history, but it's just shown you, right, what kind of twats there is out there, right, going on and putting out this about your manager this and or your club or whatever. And it's like people just jump on the bandwagon. To do that, I have never... I hated Van Gaal. I thought he was a clown. He's a chancer. He was out of his depth. He's a different era. It was, it was obvious to everyone. But to do that that day, that's, that, that, that's the killer. What
0: are you doing now at uh, Old Trafford? I saw you at the Derby game.
1: Yeah, uh, what it is, with, I, I quit doing what I was doing uh, and I needed to like, get back to a bit of comfort zone where <clears throat> get this out my way and stop this and stop that. And, and you miss people. And you and you miss the culture and you, whatever and and I've always so you
0: stopped got a games last year yeah st- I stopped and you miss that yeah it stopped you missing no
1: no it. no I've no I've missed the culture you miss the people on the match but I miss the people missing the people because that's what I get I get a lot of people you
0: bring people together
1: I bring people together okay now what I do now uh, well me me and my wife Debbie we do the uh, on the rooftop at hotel football on a match day and the whole idea about that i mean it's not perfect it's the first one yesterday but there's discussions going on about how to improve it and it will improve but the whole idea is which is the lifeblood of the club always has been as i've seen it as a kid right is the sports clubs i've got great respect for all the sports clubs I might disagree with a lot of people what run these sports clubs or what part of them and all that, right? Well, that's, that's football, you know, right? But I've got the greatest respect for them, right? And I, and I don't think they're actually appreciated as much as they, they should be. Um, and what it is, the hotel <laughs> is a four-star hotel, but the intention of the hotel was to be where the fans could mix and all that. And it's getting a balance... It's a business, fair enough. That's that's right. But the whole idea behind it was to make it accessible right near Old Trafford for the fans. Old
0: Trafford Sports Club.
1: Old Trafford Sports Club. Okay, so but it takes time for Joe to get everything right. And you've got the hospitality, you've got where the fans can go, and then you've got the roof, and that, and things aren't working out, and it's time for a change, and it's time to. Create something, and it was set out uh, with the intention of giving the fans an opportunity to be somewhere in a nice, decent place at reasonable match day prices.
0: And you uh, can go on the roof now.
1: We can go on the roof because how much is it to get in? It costs nothing, costs nothing, don't cost nothing. I get the sports clubs in there,
0: so what's up there? Music. It- uh, there's singing. No, would you, no, right? no it, it, create atmosphere creates itself.
1: The, the, the atmosphere creates. The people create the atmosphere. Yeah. Right? You get the right people in the with the with the right meaning of being a Manchester United boy. You get the atmosphere. Mm. Okay. You don't need no gimmicks or anything. Mm. We had the music on a little bit low. You know what I mean? Uh, but that's it. You're in there. And people love to mix. They love to see proper United fans and be with them and all that instead of all the time having to go to a boozer in and around the ground and that where like everyone's just jumping up and down and like going mad. And that's from all ages. You know, people like you're in there that's fine, right? But what, week after week after week? Now you're not on. They, They want to meet, you know, they want to meet the friends and people and all that. They want to chat. Well, they want to get together, you know what I mean? Flash out a few ideas and whatever. And And this is what this place is there for. And like Gary, what runs the hotel through the management, they've come to me, uh, and they've said, "Look, we want Gary wants this." Gary
0: Neville. Yeah, Gary Neville.
1: Mm -hmm. Right? He 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 wants he wants to move on with the hotel as as businesses do, and he wants to create more for the fans. And 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 he's he's turned to me and me Mrs. Debbie, and he we fit the bill because of our understanding, regardless of what people think, you know, you can think what you want, about me, it's water off a duck's back, if you know me, and you speak to me, it's a different matter, I'm not on the internet, kicking off or whatever, I discuss football, and I'll take all my time, so, they've, the hotel management there, what, what I speak to, they've turned around, and said right, this is what we want, and we think that you're the one, to do this, time will tell by the way, and, it's to create. And we've asked for their feedback. What do you think's wrong? What do you think we can do? What do you like? What don't you like? Do you
0: want to get proper United fans in there for free.
1: Every United fan's a proper United fan, right? Unless you fucking think, think you represent someone, in my eyes. So that's how it is. So everyone's a proper United fan. How
0: much is a pint in there?
1: Well, they have offers, mm. just like they do in the bar downstairs. You know, there's a bar there, there's the, the you know, so it, there's, no, there's no exorbitant fee you know what I mean it's there it's reasonable for everything there'll be food there there'll be tea and coffee and that there if, if, those, if that's what they want mm. and, and it's the right environment for it all for people to mix for drinking and for, for socialising and it'll all be there it's not all there now but it's to be built on do you know what I mean what uh, do
0: you think United are going to do this season what do you think of Jose Mourinho
1: well he, he's, he's Manchester United isn't he It's, you know, you get someone. Listen, there's times there you could have had a a raving lunatic stood on the sideline as a manager, right? And the crowd would have loved him. Manchester United doesn't want someone who talks about philosophy, who's quiet. It doesn't fit the bill of the Manchester United fan because the Manchester United fan, right, everyone hates them. So the manager might just as well get on the sideline and just shout abuse at everyone else because that's what, that, that's it. But Mourinho has his way in football. He's a disciplinarian. He, he, he's got his methods and all that. Rightly or wrongly, right, he suits United. And no matter what happens, he could walk away tomorrow. And every United fan right now, after being beat by City would be ill they'd be oh my god no he's gone nightmare even though we've just been beat by them they'd all be going mad what's going on getting back so i hope further down the line when all these like other people when we're going through a bad period turn round, they better remember this day because if he walks away now Right, or got sacked now for getting beat by City. Right, Think how you'd feel if he walked away now. Because think how you felt since the start of the season. You've not had that. right? And where are you going to get it from? So in two years down the line, if we're not winning trophies, so what? I didn't follow, and many people didn't follow United to win trophies. What you followed for was a culture to go and watch football and be entertained right? and be part of a family. So in a few years, when you all start shouting the bollocks about Mourinho's lost it, he's not done this, and he's not done that, right? Remember this day, Sunday, the day after Derby day. If he left, you'd all be screaming. It's a nightmare. It's a crisis. Bring him back. We just got beat by City, and that's what you'd be saying today. So don't be saying it in two years' time. It's not all about winning, and if it's all about winning... Fuck off.
0: United We Stand is sponsored by BetOnBrazil.com. It's a new betting site for all sports punters with great odds, markets and offers. Listeners to this podcast can now get a free £10 when they deposit £10 just by using the promo code United10. Just visit BetOnBrazil.com and enter the promo code United10 when you deposit your £10 and you get £10 free. Sign up now at BetOnBrazil.com. BetOnBrazil.com is for over 18s only. Betting should be fun, so please gamble responsibly.